What's up, my good sis? This your girl, Coach Nkwondra, at The Purpose Place. Welcome back to the Women Alike podcast, where we get into the realness of what it's like to live, think, breathe, eat, sleep, walk, talk as a woman of God. This is season three of our podcast, and we're going to keep it raw, real, and relevant all year long. We're on this podcast to break curses, expose demonic plots, and to be uplifted. You know, it's time for us as daughters to show up and show out. So let's get into this message. What's up, my good sis? This is your girl, Coach Naquandra. Welcome to the Women of Like podcast. Let's get into it. Today is, first of all, it's 2023. What's up? I'm excited. 2023 got a ring to it, okay? It just sounds refreshing um i was you look i don't i don't know what was up with 2022 although it was not a bad year i just feel like it was a eventful long drawn out year of pruning of preparation of uh uh you know travailing like us getting through the hard things but now i feel like we finna be drop with bombs of blessings in 2023 as we have dug and cultivated in 2022 yet we will continue to cultivate in 2023 but i believe i'm expecting that the blessings will fall heavily on us as daughters and i am just grateful to be a daughter of god and to be connected to you my good sis. So today is um, going to be a bit long and it is going to be a bit heavy because I'm going to reveal some secrets. I'm going to be revealing some secrets today um, from, mm, how can I best put this? I'm going to be revealing secrets, some things that Satan does not want you to know, some things that the kingdom of darkness does not want you to know. But I was able to escape and now I'm dropping the bombs. So let's get into it. So I want to talk tonight, today, in this moment, whenever moment you're listening to this, about the Jezebel spirit and, immoral, and sexual immorality. And before we get into this message, I want you to make sure that you like, subscribe, and share, and comment as we are going through this message. I want to know your thoughts. I want to know your experiences as well. So make sure you're subscribing that you are talking with me in the comments. So... I want to talk about the Jezebel spirit um, because I know for sure that I was once intertwined with her. Like her and I, we were like best friends. Um, And I want to just walk you through some parts in my life to show you where I was, how this cultivated, how it happened, and then how I overcame it through the grace, the wisdom, and the knowledge of God. And and I'm in hopes that this will um, teach you about the Jezebel spirit and immorality and sexual immorality and warn you against it to warn you of the things that will happen or that could possibly happen. God revealed to me a couple months ago in a dream what I was doing in my past and how I was basically destroying me and the lives of other men as I was like, he, he put it plainly to me. I was like, I was in a movie. Like I woke up 
feeling like I was a murderer. Like I woke up and I really thought I was finna go to jail. And I'm again to the to the dream and I'm gonna be as detailed as possible so you can really paint the picture in your head of what I was experiencing. But first I'm gonna lay the foundation and um tell you how I became that person who was um sed seductive, promiscuous, um, manipulative, very sexually um driven or, or motivated or whatever i want to show you how i got there and then some things that i was doing and i'm also going to take you into scripture so um you might hear my my the pages turning in my um my notebook because i took notes for this because i want to make sure i give it to you plain so at when i was a child um and this is in my family you know uh i'm dark skinned body parts kind of developing so a lot of times a lot of my family members would talk fun about my body you know kind of like point out oh your your butt and oh this and me and my cousin we used to pretend that we were um girlfriends and girlfriends and we would like play hunch on each other um doing little things like that and very and uh, grabbing each other's butts and boobs and all that things and you 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 look at it and you think that it's innocent oh they're just girls being girls but all that stuff was very inappropriate <laughs> for the age level we are because i mean when, like we were hunching on each other we had our clothes on and things and i'm just being just being direct but we were really hunching on each other you know what i'm saying we were really grabbing each other's butts like we were really squeezing each other's boobies like oh look at look what you you know what i'm saying and so at a, that happened, elementary school, middle school, at a young age or whatever. And so you begin, I begin to be very intrigued by those things, you know. And I also, in college, um, engaged in same-sex relations. Like, I was bisexual for a moment. And so all that um, tallies up to to to. Well, from the beginning where I was child, all that tallied up to me doing what I was doing in college. A mess. But we really, and we really don't even think about these things. We're like, oh, they're just girls. It's innocent. It's this, it's that. But it's really, it really plays a part into how we um, live and, and move as we get older, if that makes sense. And so I was doing those things um as a child my cousin and friends you know little little sexualized thing sexualizing things nobody saying hey don't don't touch your friend like that hey don't don't talk about don't hunch on your cousin that's that's not becoming of a woman you know everybody thought it was funny really really Satan was enjoying it because he's like oh they want to play like that so here's my way in, you know, and so we got to be mindful of what we allow our children to do, what we allow them to watch, the things we allow them to say out of their mouth um, and things. And so I grew up, of course, in um, lack, not getting the affection and the love that I got in home. I In the home, in my house as a child, I went out in the world trying to fit in. And so I was people pleasing and trying to be this way, trying to be that way. I didn't really have any influences. Um, and so my influences were the world. So, you know, BET, MTV, MySpace, Sierra, Love the Way You Wind It, all that, Nicki Minaj, 
all that, my influences. And so I'm listening to this music. I'm looking at them on the internet, seeing how they're dressed and seeing how they're acting and the response that they're getting from people from doing these things. Even girls in my high school, not in my high school, in middle school and high school, me seeing the responses that they're getting. I'm like, oh, well, people must like this. So let me try to do this. And so I'm wearing the tight clothes. I'm going to school, getting in trouble because my cleavage is out. I'm messing around with boys on the lockers and in the neighborhood and all this type of stuff. And so that in that intensifies the older I get. And so I became and was for a long time this um, sexually wild person. I was very manipulative. I used my body a lot to get what I wanted because people were intrigued by my body. I often got compliments about my body. Oh, you built, you know, you built like this. Oh, you dark skin, you fine. Oh, you chocolate, you sexy chocolate, all that. So I began to use these things about me that people would compliment me on to get what I wanted. So it became very manipulative, um, promiscuous, seductive with my words and how I dressed. And I was also very controlling um, which are all characteristics of the Jezebel spirit that we read about in the book of Kings. And so I say all of that because I want you to see how the found from a young age, how all this built up to me being this sexual, um, provocative young lady. And like I said, it, it started in as a young age, I will say, let's just say elementary school and then all the way up into college and to this point in college, I'm in many sexual relationships. Um, one committed relationship or situationship, however you want to call that. Um, dibbling and dallying in um, relationships with women. So having sex with women on and off. Um, letting men move in with me, you know, getting drunk, having just doing wild stuff and the whole time I'm I'm using my body to get what I want the man that I want using my words and using my body to get him in my room you know have sex with him and then I'm done like a lot of times I would have sex with somebody talk to him for a couple days and that was it I got what I wanted you know I'm out I saw what that was about I'm good you know what I'm saying and that just wasn't it you know, and so I was very um, close-knitted with this Jezebel spirit. And today I want to uncover all that and tell you how I believe that God revealed to me in the spirit what that looked like through the dream that I'm talking about. And that night, again, like I tell you, I woke up feeling like I had murdered somebody like, I cannot wait to tell you the dream. But first, I want to talk to you about who Jezebel is in the scripture so that you can know where to go to um, read about Jezebel um, and, and, and sexual immorality and immoral woman, women specifically. And I'm also going to talk to you about how to overcome this because the scriptures that I'm going to go to are actually the scriptures that convicted me when I had fully given my life to God. And uh, and mind you, when you, you when you give your life to God, you get baptized and you get saved, your life does not immediately shift. There are things that have to shed off that you have to shed gradually. And so 
people think when you get saved, it's supposed to be just magic bean. I don't drink no more. I don't smoke no more. I don't have sex with men no more. I don't have sex with women no more. No, like those things gradually shed as you get to know God, if you, as you get to know Jesus, you become more and more like him each and every moment. And so when I did yield to him and started studying his word and I came across the scripture in Proverbs chapter two, verse 16, and it talks about the immoral woman, I began to address myself. One thing's for certain, I am going to check myself. You know what I'm saying? Because I want to make sure that when this day in life is done for me, that the Lord tells me, well done. That he don't look at me in my face and say, get behind me, I never knew you. Okay? I'm not trying to have that. And so when I tell you all things and when I tell other people things, these are things that I'm actually um, holding myself up to, to expectation to do. And so I came across the scripture and when I read, one more thing, when I read God's word, I actually apply it to my life. And so here it is in Proverbs 2 verse 16, it says, wisdom will save you from the immoral woman, from the seductive words of the promiscuous woman. She has abandoned her husband and ignores the covenant she made before God. Entering her house leads to death. It is the road to the grave. The man who visits her is doomed and he will never reach the paths of life. So let's break this down. First of all, it says wisdom will save you from immoral woman, women. And so there's your answer on how to, um, to free yourself from this spirit is wisdom. Not yours, but the wisdom of God. It says wisdom will save you from the immoral woman. God's wisdom will keep you free from living in that spirit. To be seductive is to be enticing and flattering with your words. Promiscuous, having many sexual relationships. That's the characteristics of an immoral woman. Adulterous doesn't honor God. Be mindful also because these women will say, I know God, I go to church every Sunday, but their character doesn't say so. Men, let me give you a, 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 a key. Listen, if you're dating a woman and she say that she served God, she shouldn't be tempting you to have sex with her. She shouldn't be putting you in tempting situations. Neither should you be putting her in tempting situations. You all need to check the characters of these people that you are dating and, and, and believe them by their actions because people can say out of their mouth, I love God. I serve God. But their actions show a totally different character. You can honor God with your lips, but not with your life. From an immoral woman, it comes death, whether whether that be death physically or death spiritually or death mentally. From immoral women comes death because they're manipulative, they're they're promiscuous, they're seductive. They're, they're, let's talk about death in many ways: mental setbacks because they play with your mind, they manipulate and they gaslighting you, right? Um, potential diseases. This woman has how many sexual partners and you've been like, listen, potential diseases, death to relationship from broken vows. 
these women sleep with the married men, right? This is just, I'm just being blatant. I'm just being honest. Death to relationships from broken vows and commitments and then physical death. Dealing with these women who are operating under Jezebel's spirit will can lead to death, can and will lead to death, whether it be natural death or, or something spiritual or mental or whether it be physical death like you actually die. For example, I know you all seen on Facebook or whatever social media social media outlet you um scroll on the guy who went over to what he thought his girlfriend's house but she had a whole man and her actual man came over and while the side dude was in the shower her man came in and shot the dude in the shower i mean he lost his life dealing with the wrong woman and she probably thought that was cute she probably thought it was cute to bring this man over, take a shower, have sex with him, and da 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 da. Not knowing that her 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 real man was gonna come in and be on one and take this other man's life. Like we cannot do. You gotta be mindful of the people that you allow into your intimate space. Don't just be going over. You need to check these people. Don't just be going over anybody's house. You need to check these people for real, for real. Deaf to something will be the result make sure you like and share this video comment your thoughts on that scripture the next one is proverbs chapter 5 verses 3 through 6 and that scripture says for the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey and her mouth is smoother than oil. She is manipulative. She will make anything sound good. This was me. I would make anything sound good when I wanted it. And I would use what I needed to use to get it. You hear women saying, oh, you better go lay this thing down on him so he can go and pay that light bill. So he can go get them nails done. Lips smoother than oil. You shouldn't have to manipulate your man to do anything for you he should be willing right come on somebody there was this one dude that i was dating and i'm gonna tell you about the time i met him because it was very enticing when i met him i had first of all i was 20 i had just gotten off the road with a group of my friends from getting a dui and speeding ticket because i was drinking under the age and i was speeding and i had an open container in the car so instead of going home let me tell you i had no regard for life and this was like 20 um maybe 2014 or so let me tell you i had no regard for life for my life no value in my for my life I'm, I done got away with so many things. The Lord has blessed. The Lord has blessed me, kept me. But I had just we just got that ticket, and I'm like, I don't care. I'm still going to this party. So I get to the party. As soon as I got into the party, this guy, he's sitting on the couch, and his jaw drops when he sees me. I saw that. I said, Oh, it's game time. And I'm gonna tell you, he was fine. He was fine. I said, Oh, it's game time. So I just looked at him. He looked at me. And the next thing you know, we was in a relationship. He ain't even asked me to be his girlfriend. 
make it make sense. He didn't even ask me if his girlfriend, but we got into a relationship. And um, that moment when we first saw each other, it was just like, you know, when you see in the movie, when a, in a movie, those move, intense situations where a boy, a man sees a woman and he's just like in a daze in a gaze of her beauty or whatever. And she just walking past, looking at him all seductive and sensual. It was like that. And so in that moment, our spirits were attracted to each other, but that ultimately that relationship relationship did not last because our characters did not match one another. It was kind of like the spirits that we were being led by were like, Saying, hey, oh, what's up? It's about to be a party over here. Because you know when you're having sex with people, you're, you're building soul ties. Your spirits become intertwined. So our spirits was like, oh, okay, what's up? It's We finna go down. But, but in our sober moments, we couldn't get along. Come on now. Mouth is smoother than oil. In verse 4, it says, but the, in the end, she is bitter as poison. As dangerous as a double-edged sword, her feet go down to death, her steps lead straight to the grave, for she cares nothing about the path to life. She staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't even realize it. I'm telling you, living in the world will have you blind. When I listen back to my um testimony that I one of the videos I put on here on YouTube, I'm a I'm a pin it up here. But I have a clip of me getting out of the car and I'm drunk, balls drunk. And I'm like, <laughs> oh my God, I could have died just now. Oh my God. Like drunk did not care. The scriptures right here, it says she cares nothing about the path to life. Immoral women. She staggers down a crooked trail and didn't even realize it. I didn't even realize what I was doing. I had no value for my, my character. I had no value for the purpose that God had for me. We don't know. Like living in the world, we don't know. And so that's why we have to rise up as sisters and get on platforms like this, get on stages like this, get into rooms like this so that we can share our testimony and open that eyes of our sisters because sometimes we need to hear it from someone other than our friends and family for it to really click that's why God connects us with like-minded people and he he sets up these divine um interactions or encounters to offer us our salvation for us to get to know him there's so many testimonies of people just just hearing about God by happenstance. And then they end up saved. He puts us in those divine situations for a reason. Be willing. I know this is not about immoral women, but be willing to share your testimony. Mm. When people get into relationships solely on attraction, often it doesn't last. You really have to learn to love people, get to know their character, see them in all seasons of their life. All of this again was once me and I got to know God. I understood that blanketly. I understood who God was blanketly, but in that moment I just did not know. 
as I'm entertaining this man and all these other men and driving drunk and doing all this crazy stuff. No regard. Verse six says she, for she cares nothing about the path to life, immoral women. And then God showed me in a dream what that looked like. Now I'm doing all this stuff in 2013, 2014, 2015, 2016, and then coming out of it, shedding off, shedding it off of me 20, 2016 through 2018, right? And so a few months ago, and I'm 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 well beyond this. Like I'm I, I understand the value of my life. I, I don't play around with these things. I don't go into rooms, I don't go to the club, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I'm two years celibate, you know, and just two months ago. God showed me what that immorality looks like. What it looked like when I was playing best friends with Jezebel. Right? And woman, then we got to be mindful of what we say about ourselves. Because me and my friend, we used to call each other Jezebel. And we used to call each other strumpet. Like we would look up words in the Bible for whore so that we can call each other that. And thought it was funny. Oh my. And thought it was funny. Lo and behold, we were just that in reality. Became just that. Come on. Let's get to the dream. Let's get to the dream. And I need to put a disclaimer because this dream is vivid. But I'm, <laughs> I need to put a disclaimer because it, it. I woke up feeling like I had killed someone that I have murdered someone um and I need to put a disclaimer at the beginning of this video that trigger warning or something but I I I used to keep this list of all the people that I had sex with you know keeping your body count and so I kept a little notepad in my phone of all the, the names of all the men and women that I um had had sex with or whatever and I kept it on my phone and I would add to it as needed. I would add to it as needed. And before we get deep into this, make sure you are you have subscribed to this channel and you like this video and put your comments as I'm going, as you're listening. Put your comments in the comment box. But I had this, I had my my body count list in my phone. And so this is how that was brought back up in the dream. So in the dream, I am at my grandmother's house from back in the day. You know, it took me back to another place I was at my grandma's house back in the day and I just remember I had like this yellow notepad that I had names on and I was keeping it in the drawer beside the bed and I just remember inviting men over and I can't I don't I don't know exactly how many men came over in the dream if it correlated with the list that I had in my phone in real life where it was just like something symbolic something that symbolized it, which probably it was. And so I would invite these men over to my grandmother's house and go back to her bedroom. And I would pull out my list, check off the name, and I would unalive this man, the man. And I don't verbatim remember how I would do it, but I would know that they would come to this back room with me. I would entice them to this back room with me, bring them to the back room, and I unalived them. And I remember at least three men being unalived in this encounter dream that I had, in this dream that I had. And I remember one of them actually saying, please, no, stop, please, no, stop. And I did not stop. Like, I just kept 
I don't know what how I was unalive in them, but I just know I just kept um, um, taking his life. I kept on taking this, take just doing whatever I was doing. He was like, please, no, no, stop, stop, stop. And then all of a sudden, I felt like the police was on the way. Like I had this feeling like, oh no, the police are coming, the police are coming. And so I had my list of names. I cleaned off the bed. All There was no bodies anywhere. And I was trying to hide the list with all the names on it. So I was looking for different places. And I finally went into her closet and like hid it in a box or something and closed the door. And I just remember waiting on the police coming. And, and I guess I think like when they finally got to my grandmother's house, I had woken up in the real life and I like jumped up out of the bed freaking out because I thought that, oh my God, the police are on the way. I'm finna go to jail because I just unalived all these men. I just, I just murdered all these men. Like what is happening here? And, and I realized it was just a dream. Like I had, and I had even told, text my friend when I woke up, I said, girl, I thought I was about to go to jail because I just had a dream that I just did all of this to this man and da, 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 da. And I had been reflecting on it all day. I was just like, I cannot believe I woke up thinking I was finna go to jail. I was murdering all these men and da, 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 da. Like all day I woke, I was shook. Because it felt so real. Like, it felt like it was really happening. And so I went throughout the day in the scripture that I just read um, that says her paths. Let me, let me tell you verbatim. Let me tell you. It says, says her feet go down to death. That, that, that the ways of an immoral woman lead to, lead to death. Yeah, entering her house leads to death and how um, she entices them and she's seductive. I had remembered those scriptures and I was like, oh my gosh, Lord, you just showed me what I was doing, how I was living. Like I just saw that verbatim that I was luring all of these men into my life by being, you know, sexual enticing and, pro and promiscuous, then I'm not making excuses for myself as to how I got that way, but that's what I was doing, you know, and, 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 and I don't know how what I did in the real life affected how they are living now. I'm pretty sure that there's some type of trauma, just like there's trauma from the things that I experienced with men, um, that there had they had to overcome, that they had to debunk in their mind. And so he was showing me this is what happens when you operate in that Jezebel spirit and you're that immoral woman and you're luring men and you're being manipulative and you're just using your body to get what you want from these men. You are corrupting them. It says entering her house leads to death. Oh my goodness. And so I share this with you because I recently did a, a testimony interview on Talk Like God podcast. And she said, um, and this was before we had um, even gotten on, we were doing like a pre-show interview and she was like, she said, wow, you have gotten away with so many secrets of the devil's kingdom like you know so many things like there's so many things that I have um had to to dismantle so many um altars of pride and um vainness and um sexual thing it's just so many things that I had to overcome and she's like you got away with all of these secrets 
And so I have to be willing, I'm willing and I'm now sharing um, what I've learned from my experiences and how you too can overcome. And if you resonate with what I'm saying, that you find yourself being sexually um, seductive to men, manipulative, promiscuous, and you really got to dig deep and be able to identify that about yourself. Do not be in denial and say, oh, it's not that deep, or I'm not having sex with that many men, or I'm not doing this, or, you know, or, or other people do it. So it's fine. You really have to be, um, intentional with yourself and, and, and be daring enough to smell your own poo because sometimes your poo stinks too, sis. And be willing to look at it and, and clean it up, right? Because we're supposed to keep our bodies pure and our temples pure, right? Our body is our temple. So keep your temple pure. And you do that by getting to know God and you will become more and more like him. And he will reveal these types of things to you. Like this is literally me in real life being um, best friends with spirit of, with the spirit of Jezebel when I was living in the world. I did just that. And then I had a couple months ago, God revealed that to me in a dream. This is what it looks like, Naquandra. This is what you have to um, tell your sisters. This is These are the things that I need you to to equip your sisters with so that they don't have to go through it or that they know that there is a way out. There is a way out. You don't need to use your body to please men. You don't need to use your body to get what you want. You don't need to, huh? You don't need to use your body to get the love that you did not get at home. God has it waiting for you. You don't need to use your body to get the affection that you did not get from your father. God has it for you. Ready and available ready and available, ready and available. And so we must stay vigilant. My um, stepmom, Sharonda, she told me one time, she said, God knew that just as fierce as you were for Satan and his plan in the world, you will be just as fierce for the kingdom of God. And here I am. And I don't live this plain, boring, and stale life. I go out and I have fun. I do what I want to do. You know what I'm saying? And I make sure the choices that I make are pleasing unto God. I don't have to have sex with a man to feel um, good on the inside. I have that from God, my father. I don't have to get my booty rubbed to feel peace. God gives me peace. I don't have to go out with my body hanging out to feel beautiful. I was fearfully and wonderfully made. You were fearful, fearfully and wonderfully made in the image of God. Come on, I'm talking very real right now. <laughs> like, who needs to hear this? If you need to hear this, you need to let me know in the, in the comments. Because this is very real right now. And so we overcome this spirit. I overcame this spirit. I set myself apart by first bringing awareness to it. Like I said, I read this scripture and I was like, oh my God, this sound familiar. This sound familiar. This sound like somebody I know, me. And so bringing self-awareness to it, you know where you need to make changes in your life. And so once you make awareness of where you've been missing the market, then you go to God and you repent. And you ask for forgiveness and you ask for strength and you ask for increased wisdom and knowledge on this thing so you can know how to depart from it. There are, there are rooms that I could no longer go to. There are smoke sessions that I stopped going to. You know, there are friends that I could not hang out with anymore. 
there's I don't listen to secular music for that reason. I remember I was going I was on a trip with my friend who has not yet, and I say not yet because I expect to see that she will, but has not yet fully surrendered her life unto God. And so she was listening to this this rap music. I don't even know who the artist was, but the lyrics just irritated me. <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, why are they telling us to do this? Like we cannot walk around singing WAP and not think that none of that is going to spill out into our character. We cannot walk around singing FNF and think none of that will spill out into our character. Music's intent is to be influential. And so the things that we listen to inspire us, encourage us, right? What's the other song? I don't know. But we can't listen to that type of music and think that it won't affect us because it will. Because it will. And so I had to set myself apart from these things. There's music I don't listen to. There is TV that I, certain shows and things that I don't watch or I have to watch sparingly because I don't need none of that lust. I mean, none of that, that immorality to start simmering on the inside of me. It has no place here. And so set yourself apart from these things and get to know God. Like I said, the more you you get to know him, the more you will become like him. And that's how you fight. And you connect yourself. And you connect yourself with like-minded women who will hold you accountable. And you got to be willing and be vulnerable enough to tell them what you're struggling with and how you'd like for them to hold you accountable um, to whatever it is that you are trying to fight and overcome. But these things, they start before birth. Some of these things, a lot, not a sum, a lot of these things start or begin in your bloodline. Like just for a light example, negativity, it just can be seen across bloodline that people are genuinely like right off the bat without even thinking about it, negative, always looking for or always able to immediately find the issue with something. And you can notice that across generation, generate, and that's something in your bloodline, right? These things started, that, that started before you were born. Right. And so just like that happens, this 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 immoral spirit, the spirit of Jezebel had rooted itself in, in people's bloodlines before um, people were born, before you were born. If it's you, this thing probably was rooted in your bloodline before you were even born. Like mine. Habits and traditions of your bloodline that do not honor God and are senseless must be broken. It must be broken because there's things in the spirit that happen that we don't understand. We don't see it. And so when God shows us things in our dreams, like the dream I just shared with you, or you get revelation about something, don't take it lightly. Write it down, journal about it, 
pray about it and ask for a clear understanding. Go to a spiritual leader, whoever you have in the position of your life for that, to talk to them about it, about what's happening. That's the point of us being connected. That's why we're the body. Because there's different parts, different organs in our natural body that work for different Functions that work in different functions, but they all work together for the well-being of our health, for your health. So just like our natural bodies work, that's how the body of Christ works. And so we have to be connected and know who to go to for what. Don't ignore your dreams. Good ones and bad ones. Keep a dream log. You can write it down. You can make a video or audio recording, however you want to keep record of it. But do not just, just put it off. Do not just put it put it off because God is showing you that for a reason or you're being attacked for a reason as a door that you opened and you got to ask God, show me what door I opened that allowed this thing to come in and, have, and wreak havoc in my life so that I can turn from it and shut it. So I can turn from it and shut it. That's one thing we got to know how to do is turn from things. God said, if one eye causes you to sin, cut the thing out. Be willing to cut things that tempt you to immorality out of your life. Because it's going to be the very thing that saves your life, your willingness to cut it out. Like, it's that deep. It's that deep. And so I hope that you learned something in this moment about about immoral women women in in the spirit of of Jezebel so that you can assess your life and make changes where you need to be willing be bold enough to smell your own poo Cause it don't smell good all the time. Don't walk around with the lens of denial over your eyes. There's a life to live and we cannot walk around in ignorance. Be mindful of what you are listening to, what you are watching, what you are reciting out of your mouth. In this new year, we are doing new things. God's doing a new thing. And we are doing new things in this new year. Glory be unto God. Thank you so much, sis, for tuning in. Make sure you like, comment, share, and subscribe to the Women Alike podcast and to my YouTube channel. I'm out. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. Before you slide, sis, I want to invite you to join us on Geneva. It's a private community for us to connect daily. If that sounds like something you need to be a part of, you need to go ahead and get into the room. So go to your app store, type in Geneva. Once you get in the app, you need to search for The Purposed Place. Or you can simply click the link in this description and it'll take you straight there. Okay, either way, make sure you get in the room and when you get there, we'll be talking soon. God bless.